that box. Say it one more time now. Praise the Lord. We got our young people here this morning. Come on, put your hands together. Give God glory for our young people who are going to praise the Lord through mine. Now, even though I just said they're going to praise the Lord through mine, doesn't mean you stop praising him. Amen. Amen.
It's alright to praise him. It's alright. It's alright. It's alright. You should be comfortable. You should be comfortable to praise him. Come on, give him glory. Give him honor. He's worthy. He's worthy. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the sun. All day, all day.
by your spirit Not by power, not by mind By your spirit, by your spirit Not by power, nor by mind By your spirit, by God's spirit Not by power, nor by mind by His Spirit, by His Spirit, not by power, nor by might, by His Spirit, God, by His Spirit, God, not by power, nor by might, by His Spirit, God, by His Spirit, Come on, can we bless the Lord in this house? Come on and bless the Lord in this house real good. Anybody know it's not by power nor by might, but by the Spirit of the living God? By the Spirit of the living God, we are here today. By the Spirit of the living God, we've been woken up this morning. By God's Spirit, He brought us here and started us on our way. Somebody ought to bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah! 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 Hey! By your spirit, God, by your spirit, God, not by power, nor by might, by your spirit, God, by your spirit. Hallelujah. This is the day that the Lord has made. I don't know about you, but I'm already rejoicing, and I'm glad about it. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good to see each of you, my father's children. We are in the midst of worship already. Amen. Come on and bless the Lord for youth for Christ. Come on and bless the Lord for youth for Christ. Those young people ministered out of their hearts, out of their spirits today, and we bless God for them. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. O oh, sovereign God, how excellent is thy name in all the universe. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the countless blessings that you have bestowed upon us. But Lord, right now, we'd like to thank you, Lord, for your ever presence. We thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy in that you allowed us to assemble here as family and friends one more time. We come to your Lord realizing, oh God, that it could have been the other way. But it's good, Lord. It is good and pleasant that brethren dwell together in unity. It is like the precious oil that ran down Aaron's beard even to the lower extremities of his garments. It is as the dew of harmony that is sending on the Mount Zion. Oh, heaven and precious Father, we come to Lord. Again, thanking Lord for allowing us to assemble here. In a nutshell, Lord, as we are here this morning, oh, heaven and Father of God, it is our solemn prayer, oh, heaven and Father, that you will bind us together in your love and enable us, O oh Lord, to 
take from each other's life or glean from each other's life the best you've deposited in us. Dear Lord, we come realizing, oh Heavenly Father, oh God, that our love falls short of your love, oh Heavenly Father. But we are confident, oh Heavenly Father, oh God, that your infinite love never fails. Lord, we ask, oh Lord, that you would help us, oh Lord, to love one another as you loved us. Lord, we read in your word, O oh Lord, and we understand, O oh Heavenly Father, O oh God, that when mother and father forsake us, O oh Lord, that you would take us in and care for us. We come today, O oh Heavenly Father, God, realize, O oh God, that you're a friend who stick closer than a brother. Greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friend. Lord, thank you. You laid down your life for us some 2,000 years ago. I don't care. And on that old rugged Roman cross, not only did you stay there, but you died there, oh Lord. But Lord, you never failed us. Though you died, you didn't fail us. On Sunday morning, you rose, declaring all power in your hand. Help us, O oh Lord, in your Son Jesus' name. We ask it and pray. Amen. Good morning. I'm Tina Henry, and this is my son. I want to ask my other children if you're here, if you please stand. You know they're young, they may not be here yet. <laughs> Next, we will have the devotional period by the Odessa Fortune family. Good morning. I will be reading from 1 Kings chapter 9, verse 7 through 10. And, and the angel of the Lord came again the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for thee. And he arose and did eat and drink and went in the strength of the meat forty days and forty nights unto Horeb, the mount of God. And he came unto a cave and lodged there and behold the word of the Lord came to him and he said unto him what doest thou here Elijah and he said I have been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts for the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant thrown down the thine altars and slain Thy prosper with the sword, and I even, I only am left, and they seek my life to take it away. Bow heads. Father God, I come giving you, Father, thanks, Lord God, for blessing each and every one of us to make it here this morning. 
Thank you, first of Father, for blessing us to open our eyes this morning to see this day. Asking, Father, that you bless us with the strength and the courage and the wisdom to get through this day. Come, you Holy Spirit, in this room, Father. Asking that you bless everyone here. Bless the families that are represented. Bless the children, Father. Bless the parents and the, and the fathers, Father God, the, the mothers and the fathers that started the family, Father, because that's where it all starts, Lord God. Bless the children to honor and love their parents, Lord God. Bless us to understand, Father, on days like this when we come together, Father, this is our time to understand who our family is and be able to rely on our family when we're not in church, Father God. Asking, Father, that when we go away from these walls, Lord God, that we understand families who you can call when you're in a time of need. Because families going to always be there and always pray for you, Father God. Father God, I just give you the utmost respect, Father God, and the utmost praise, Lord. Because without you, we are nothing, Lord God. Asking, Father, that we continue to get your blessings, Father, and continue, to, Father, to raise you on high, Lord God. Because, Father God, you are the way, the truth, and the life. Father God, beyond you, there is no other. Exit these and more blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Fortune family. Next, we have a congregational hymn, Lead Me, Guide Me. Will we all please stand?
guide me. What a wonderful song. Next, we're going to have a benevolent offering. We're going to ask our ushers to come, and we're going to ask the, the music. And we're going to have music from the orchestra.
In the words of Mr. Thick Pen, did not your hearts just burn? Next, we're going to have a prayer consecration by the Erica Chambers family. Great morning. I am Zoe Chambers, and this is my grandmother Ella Chambers, and we are representing the and we are representing Erica Chambers family. May you please bow your heads. Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you that, that we can always trust in you. You are an abundant God, and out of your great mercy, you have given us so much. We give you this offering today. With it, we worship you and give our whole selves to you. Please now take it and use it for your kingdom and your glory. Extend and multiply it, reach and influence, we pray. May it be a great blessing to many. We ask all this in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Announcements from, an announcement from the floor. Peggy Howard is having open heart surgery Monday morning at St. Dominic Hospital. She is a member of the Circle of Hope. Please pray for her. Thanks. It's from Charity Kelly. And now we will have some additional announcements from the media. Media.
The 2018 Jackson District Miss Rose and Miss Princess Pageant will be held today, April 29th at 4 p.m. at New Mount Zion Baptist Church. Our own Adriana Crosby, candidate for Miss Rose, and Madison Evans, candidate for Miss Princess, will represent Cade Chapel, and I know they will love to see you there. Attention parents and kids entering 1st through 6th grade registration for Camp K 2018 is open. Camp K will take place June 4th to June 8th from 7.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. Breakfast and lunch are provided each day. Registration booths will be open in the Old Fellowship Hall through May 7th, 27th from 9 to 11.30 a.m. You can also register today on your phone by texting Camp K to 70000 The cost of camp is $60. Join us for our annual Family Day celebration today during the 11 a.m. worship service. And if you are listening to this at 11, welcome to Family Day. Please be sure to check your bulletin and the bulletin boards for additional announcements and upcoming events. To share your ministry news with the K Chapel family, just send an email to kchapelannouncements at yahoo.com or go to the Submit Info tab on the K Chapel app. But be sure to get your announcements in by noon on Tuesday of each week. Have a smiley Sunday, and this is Shannon Winston with your morning news. Hey, we have some additional announcements. Thank you, my church family, for all your prayers, calls, and all acts of kindness shown to me during the loss of my brother, Timmy Ray Washington. Love, Dorothy Washington Aldrich. Class of 2018, BS in elementary education with minor in mathematics. A hundred years from now, it will not matter with my bank account, what my bank account was. The sort of house I lived in, the kind of car I drove, but the world may be different because I was important in the life of a child. Forrest Whitcraft. And that's celebrate the um, graduation of Jennifer Kelly Gray. The class of 2018, Board of Trustees, Administration, and Faculty of Wesley Biblical Seminary cordially invite you to attend the annual commencement Saturday the 12th of May in the year of, the, of our Lord, 2018, at 9.30 in the morning in Auditorium Wesley Biblical Seminary, 787 East Northside Drive, and that's from our own Dr. Lucille Green. Sometimes there just aren't enough words to describe the appreciation. Thank you so much. When God created my church family, he definitely created love. I'm truly appreciative of all the thoughts, prayers, text messages, phone calls, and, and presences during my time of grief. In closing, keep myself and my family in your continued prayers with support. With love, Josephine Griffith Bronson, mother and, mother and Ernestine Griffin. Next on program, we will have a presentation of special awards. Good morning. I'm here to give a very special award, and it is called the Medallion Award. It is given to an individual who has greatly served and contributed to various ministries and this community. Today, our recipient is no stranger to hard work. She has devoted service to this church and community. 
Our recipient is a retired ed educator for over 30 years, a member of this church for over 50 years, and has served under the leadership of three pastors, namely the late Reverend J.D. Hayden, Pastor Emeritus, Reverend H.L. Buckley, and presently, Reverend Reginald Buckley. This person meets no stranger, has a special love for mankind, works in the church she started as an adult Sunday school teacher, then an adult superintendent, the first female trustee and third female clerk. She coordinated the mission circles, a member of the angelic choir, missionary society, and the circle of hope. You know by now that this person is bursting with energy. There's never a dull moment, but she found the time to serve in, on many committees in the church namely the church, courtesy, decorations, library, nomination, re renovation, and history committee. She participated in the Christmas cantata for many years, former speaker of Women's Day prayer breakfast, and a recipient of This Is Your Life. Lastly, she has traveled these United States and abroad. This award goes to Miss Sister Edith B. Carter. Miss Carter, would you please come forward? Come on, let's hear it for Sister Carter. Come on, bless you, Sister Carter. <laughs> yeah. Reverend Beckley, would you please come forward, please? The work that I've done speak for me. Miss Carter is very special to me. The position that I have as program, church program, Miss Carter is responsible for that. Look, and this month is her birthday. This is her birthday month. Is that right? Amen. Amen. Celebrated her birthday this month. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Good morning. Good morning. We got to keep the energy going. God is so good. Matthew 6, chapter, verses 33 reads as follows. 
It says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Family, I'm extremely honored to present the I Love My Church Award. This group that I'm about to give the award to or that we're about to present the award to is one that makes us look good, extremely good. They show on a consistent basis that they love their church. They are a ministry that has demonstrated a commitment, a strong commitment in enlisting, coordinating, inspiring, cultivating, and promoting the development of Christian men through a relationship with Jesus Christ. At this time, I'm so honored and proud once again to present this award to the Layman's Ministry. We ask that all Layman's Ministry members to please stand at this time. Come on, Layman. Come on, Layman. There you go. Amen. All of our Layman, stand up. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Of course, we ask our senior pastor to come down as well. The nice plaque that I'm about to present reads as follows. K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church. I love my church presented to the Layman Ministry for going the extra mile for K Chapel. Sunday, April the 29th, Reverend Reginald M. Buckley, Senior Pastor. There you go. Just to provide a bit of context of what we're doing, this month we're celebrating uh, volunteers, those who make our ministry happen. Uh, we don't always say thank you to the many people who are in the trenches making ministry happen each and every day and each and every week. But this is a month that we do that and we pick uh, various ministries and individuals to recognize and honor them for the service that they give to the Lord through their service here at K Chapel. And on that, today we, it marks the end of the Volunteer Recognition Month. And thank you. And we will continue with one more award, and uh, it's the I Love My Church Award. Um, we just want to say to all the volunteers, we appreciate the outstanding, notable, and meaningful contributions that you make each time you volunteer. Uh, we know that it's uh, from your heart that you do what you do, and we appreciate you. We realize that this is taking uh, your personal time but your time is priceless, and we truly appreciate all that you do. This last award is given to an individual that goes the extra mile for the church. Even though she's a member of the staff, she's always willing and does what she do with a smile. Uh, this award is uh, presented to Dr. Shannon Moore. <laughs> gather the day, gather the day. <laughs> She's a very loyal and dedicated person, and we are so proud all that she does. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you, sir. 
everyone on your special awards. Next we're going to have fellowship by the Karan Dale family, followed by the spoken word by Reverend Jones, Michael Jones family. church. I am Caitlin Barnes and I am speaking for Karen's Bell family and I would like to introduce to you my family. This is my mother Karen, my grandma Mary, <laughs> my sister Letitia, and my two nephews Michael and Cam. Thank God for family. <laughs> Will all visitors please stand and remain standing. welcome here at Kay's Chapel for our annual family day. And we will give you something at Kay that you will never get anywhere else. Hit it, Maurice. This is our fellowship here. Reach out and welcome your neighbor. Welcome to Kay's Chapel.
prostrate fall. Bring forth, bring forth the thank God for your presence and for you being with us on this morning, this family and friends day. God is a good God. Amen. 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 We certainly want to welcome all of our visitors, all of our family and friends who are sharing with us from near and from far, uh, taking time out of your schedule to worship with us. We thank God for you and for your presence on this morning. Particularly, we do want to welcome this group to my left, to your right. I understand they are journalists, international journalists. If you remember, uh, I believe it was back last of the last part of last year, there was a group of international journalists from, from Europe who came and worshiped with us. Well, this is a different group. And what I'm told is that group went back to their home and said, if y'all ever come to Mississippi, make sure you come to Cade Chapel. Amen. So we want to welcome them. Amen. Won't you stand again? Let us give y'all a great big Mississippi welcome. Amen. Welcome to Cade Chapel. Welcome to Mississippi. This is our European connection, y'all. Amen. God bless you. Good to have you all with us. We thank God for your presence. We pray God's blessings upon you as you continue to travel and as you write. Write a good story about us. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Good to have you with us. Amen. Oh, Miss Jackson Hospitality is sitting with them. Our own Jennifer Gray. Jennifer, won't you stand? Amen. Thank you for hosting our guest well. Amen. I got to do two things because I was, I was going to do this, but I just heard it's Jennifer's birthday today. Jennifer Gray, it's your birthday today. Amen. I know it's Mr. Crump's birthday today. Is that right? McKenzie? That's right. Mackenzie Crump's birthday. And it's also my daughter Anna's birthday. Amen. Where is Anna? Is she in here? Is she in the back serving? Where is she? She's in the back. She's in the back working. That's my baby. She's working all right. already. Amen. God bless you. Good morning, Cage Chapel. We are the Jones family. This is my daughter, Marissa. She's uh, with us today, and my wife is in the choir singing. And I might have a son here somewhere. If he is, will he please stand? I also have my secondary family. We adopted this family who, that we invited to come out with us today, and it's the Pate family. Will you please stand? Amen. 
Pastor, you talk about a lifeline. That is our lifeline right there. Amen. My daughter going to share with you the word of God. Jesus. Amen. How y'all doing this morning? The word of God comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, starting at verse 6. It says, remember this, the person who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and the person who sows gener generously will also reap generously. Each person should do as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or out of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make every grace overflow to you, so that in every way, always, having everything you need, you may excel in every good work. The word of God for the people of God. Thank you, Jones family. Amen. Now is a time that everybody can participate. If you didn't get a chance to do anything, you can participate now. Tithers, would you please come and prepare for our offerings, ushers. All right, Tithers, y'all, come on. Don't come all at once. Come on. You, you know we got so many ways of giving now. They're giving online. That's what it is. Amen. Everybody's giving online now. We thank God for that. Those of you who are not giving online, we do invite you to come now. Amen. If not, the ushers are coming now. Amen. Ushers, won't you come? God bless you. Also, we do want to invite our live stream audience, live stream audience, you can participate in our giving as well. Uh, you should be seeing a number on your screen that allows you to text and give at this time. We ask you to participate in this giving experience as well.
I see some of my children here. I think they finally made it. Would you please stand? I see my son-in-law, my grandbabies. Thank y'all for finally gracing us. <laughs> Next we'll have special music by the Christopher Johnson family, followed by the worry by our own senior pastor, Reverend Reginald Buckley. Christopher and Stephanie Johnson, we are empty nesters. 
We have children. They're out and about. Um, and so we have, I have extended family here. They actually claim me. Sister Mae Jones, and I have a cousin back here. But today, we're going to adopt everyone here to be a part of our family, to help with this song. <laughs> so, you want to say something? Okay. <laughs> so if you will, put your hands together and help us out. I know you know this song, so come on. Don't you let your trump 
I can go on a little while longer. It's all right. And it's going to be all right. Tell your neighbor, it's going to be all right. Encourage them, it's going to be all right. Whatever you're worried about, it's going to be all right. Go on and look at them. This, this is something we do in the church. Tell them it's going to be all right. 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 Amen. Whatever you're dealing with, with God, you're going to get through it. And it's going to be all right. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. What a mighty God we say. I love family and friends day. Amen. I always get to get introduced to some of our newer families and discover newer talents. I knew his wife could sing, but I didn't know he could sing. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. We are thankful to be in the house of prayer one more time. Amen? Amen. 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 And I am glad to have each of you with me. Particularly, I'm glad to have uh, my mother-in-law with me on this morning as well. Amen. Hey, Mama, I see you over there. Amen. Good to have Mama-in-law with us this morning. God is a good God. Listen, I'll try not to hold you long. If you will, turn with me to the book of 1 Kings. 1 Kings chapter 19. Reverend Harrington, Reverend Leroy Harrington is back. God bless you. Good to have you back in the service. Amen. Good to have you back in the service, Reverend Harrington. Sister Her Mother Harrington, God bless you as well. Amen. 1 Kings chapter 19. And uh, I I'm going to ask that you study uh, verses 1 through 10. Uh, for the sake of time this morning, I'm going to begin reading at verse number 7. Verse number seven, and the angel of the Lord came back the second time and touched him and said, rise and eat because the journey is too great for you. So he arose and ate and drank and he went 
in the strength of that food 40 days and 40 nights as far as Horab, the mountain of God. And there he went into a cave, spent the night in that place. Behold, the word of the Lord came to him, and he said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? So he said, I've been very zealous for the Lord God of hosts. For the children of Israel have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I alone am left, and they seek to take my life. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to talk from the subject this morning, how to beat burnout. How to beat burnout. How to beat burnout. Uh, for the sake of our visitors, we have been discussing for the last few Sundays a series of sermons from the theme, Here Am I. Here Am I is intended to be a response that we as believers make to God as we hear him calling us into service, into mission, and into ministry. It's intended to say that as believers of God, as followers of Christ, that it is not enough for us to simply worship God, but we must also serve God. It's not enough for us to come here week after week and get our praise on, but eventually we must also get our work on. And so this sermon, as we have just recently, last Sunday, uh, we had what was called our ministry expo. And during the ministry expo, we uh, brought all of our ministries on display in the gymnasium and People were able to go from table to table, booth to booth, and see uh, where God may be calling them into service and into ministry. I had the opportunity to talk with many of you as you were previewing the various ministries, and I saw firsthand zeal and fire in people's eyes as they were excited about the opportunity to serve. Amen. I got emails, and I got phone calls and text messages to follow up and to say we're excited about serving. I'm glad that you had the ministry expo and I, I'm waiting now for my assignment. And so this, this sermon is intended uh, to speak to a couple of, uh, of demographics in this, in this sanctuary. That, that is, those of you who are uh, new to service and those of you who are continuing in your service. Uh, because I want to help you to understand how to avoid burning out. Because please understand, this thing called ministry and mission is a hard work. It requires time, it requires energy, it requires effort. And if you are not careful, you will find yourself burning out. But wait a minute, there's a third demographic I need to talk to because it's not just church workers, it's not just those who are serving uh, in the Lord's house, but it's also those of you who find yourself serving others. Whether it be service in a relationship or service in family, this is family and friends day. And so I know that in, in many of our families that we have uh, responsibilities to serve one another. If it's, if it's serving an, an, an aging parent and you have to be there for that parent or, or if it's just serving your child, the, the new child, or baby, you have to serve and serve. And, 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 and the daily grind of serving, whether it's in the church or whether it's in the family can cause you, if you're not careful, 
to burn out. I didn't ask you if you loved them or not. That's not the question. I know you love them. I, I, I know you care for them greatly. I, I know they are, they are dear and near to your heart. But the reality is, is that the day-to-day -day grind of service, committed service, can get to you and cause you, wish I had some real folk in here this morning, to just... To just burn out, to just burn out. And before you burn out, pastor's going to help you this morning. But before you burn out, I'm going to help you to realize how to keep yourself from coming to the end and tying on a knot and just holding on to the end of your rope. Because the reality is good people can burn out. You, you don't have to be bad to burn out. You, in fact, a lot of good people with good hearts burn out. You wonder why some people get mean and mad. It's not because they're mean people. It's because they're burnout people. They have good hearts, but they've been working and serving and everybody else. And, and they've been serving everybody else. Watch this. And nobody's been serving them. Oh, I, I came down your street then. Yeah, yeah, you've, been, you've been going and calling on everybody else, sitting with everybody else, taking food to everybody else, answering everybody else's phone call. And when you dare to make a phone call, nobody will pick up the phone. Nobody will come and check on you. Nobody will come and see about you. And it will cause you to burn. Don't look at me like that. Somebody over here is burnt out right now. You're in the right place and it's the right time because I'm going to help you. To avoid being burned out, emotionally burned out, physically burned out, spiritually burned out, relationally burned out, depleted, bankrupt, fatigued, and exhausted and and if you're not careful you will make a mess of your ministry or make a mess of your marriage make a mess of your career a mess of your home simply because you're burned out what am I talking about when I'm talking about burned out let me help you five five things five things that 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 may be signs that you're burning out number one chronic exhaustion Chronic exhaustion is a sign that you may be burning. What is chronic exhaustion? Chronic exhaustion is when you're tired and you can't get from being tired. You're just always tired. You went to sleep and you woke up. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much sleep you get, you're still tired. That may be a sign that you're headed for burnout. Irritable or on edge. Number two, if you're irritable or on edge. In other words, everything is getting on your nerves. Everybody is getting on your nerves. Things that normally would not bother you suddenly bother you. And you cannot find yourself getting past those things that are small things, but they become large things. You may be burning out. Number three, if you're easily offended... Easy to fit. In other words, let me say it like this. Nobody can joke with you. Nobody can make a joke with you. They make a joke, you get mad. You get angry. They just joking, but, but you, you, you serious about everything. Amen. Some of y'all looking serious right now. Serious right now. I got on a yellow jacket and you serious. If this don't make you happy... You burn out. You just burn out. Y'all know I don't do this, but it's family and friends day. 
You're too serious. Learn how to have some fun. Lighten up. Easily offended. Easily offended. Number four, unfulfillment. Unfulfillment. If, 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 watch this. Unfulfillment is when you're doing the things you love, but those things that you love to do don't do anything for you. It's, it's what you love to do, but as you do it, it's doing nothing for you. It's not fulfilling anymore. You're burning out. Last thing, cynicism. Cynicism. That's when, that's when, and this one can be tricky, but this is when you no longer believe in the good of a thing or a person. You look at everything with a skeptical eye. You're trying to figure out the angle that somebody is taking, and you don't take anyone or their humanity as authentic anymore, but rather they're up to something. You're just being nice because you want something from me. Because everybody just wants something. Ain't nobody real. And you may be burning out. That's where the prophet Elijah is in our text. He's burning out. And it's interesting when this happens because he is just in chapter 18, he's just come off of a high note in his portfolio ministry. He, he has just finished the, the contest upon Mount Carmel with 450 prophets of Baal. He has asked them to call upon their God, and they've called upon their God day and night, even to the point of cutting upon themselves, and their God does not answer them. Elijah says, now you've had your chance, I'm going to call on my God. He says, but before I call on him, I'm going to put an, a sacrifice upon the altar, and, and I'm going to build this altar, and we're going to put water around the altar. When Elijah called upon his God, you remember what, ha what happened. Fire came down from heaven and it burned up the sacrifice. It burned up the altar itself, wood and stone. And then it evaporated or lapped up all of the water that was around the altar, proving that it is the God of Jacob, the God of Isaac, the God of Abraham, who is the real God, Jehovah himself. It is after that. That we get to chapter 19 where, where Elijah has come off of the high of Mount Carmel and he's in chapter 19 hiding in a cave. What causes him to go from a mountaintop to the inside of a cave? What causes him to, to be so daringly bold for God to be on the run for his life? Somebody said, oh, well, read it, Reverend. It's in the first verse. Jezebel got after him and said, oh, since you did this to my prophet Jezebel, by this time tomorrow, I'm going to do the same thing to you. Yes, yes. And there's some women you want to run from. Y'all ain't going to talk to me in here. I know y'all ain't going to like that. You ain't going to like that. You ain't going to like that. It's some women that will make you run. Amen. But that is not the case. That is not really why Elijah is depleted and burned out here. No, his burnout came not over one event, but over the course of time. Over the course of time and the burden of ministry, Elijah finds himself worn and born out. So let me help you. Let me help you to avoid this kind of experience. Verse 10, Elijah responds to the Lord. When the Lord asks him, he says, Elijah, you're in a cave. Why are you here? 
In fact, before he gets to the cave, daddy, he, he's, he's under a broom tree, a juniper tree. And, and, and he's in the text, it says that he says to God, Lord, it is enough. Take my life now. He, he's, so, he's so burned out that he wants to do nothing but die. Burn out. And when God asks him this question, he says, what are you doing here? Now he's moved on to the cave. And he responds, here it is. He says, I've been very zealous for the Lord God of hosts, for the children of Israel have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I alone am left, and they seek to take my life. So here are the things that cause Elijah to burn out. Number one, he had an eagerness to serve Israel. Or to save, rather, Israel. He had an eagerness to save Israel. Look at it. He said, I was very zealous. I was very zealous. Watch this. I had fire. I had passion. I had commitment. And I wanted nothing more than to see Israel turn from their sinfulness, repent, and be the people of God. He says, I was on fire for you. How, how many educators do we have in here? Educators, teachers, amen. Do, do, you remember, do you remember your first year teaching? Do you remember your first year teaching? You remember when you came out of college with that degree and you were ready to go into the classroom and, 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 and if you had the zeal and the fire and the passion for teaching, you probably thought you were going to change the world. Come on and talk to me, somebody. I mean, you, you were going to change the world. And, 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 and if you had a rough first year, some of you may not have gone back into the classroom. Be, because, because, because you have passion does not mean necessarily that the passion is going to translate into production. And here Elijah is saying, I had passion, I had zeal, I wanted to save Israel. But, but please understand, you cannot save everybody. In fact, let me get biblical, you cannot save anybody. If, if saving is going to happen, it's not going to be because of you, but maybe God will use you and work through you, but the saving is going to happen as the work of God himself. Pa Paul said we plant, we water, but God gives the increase. If anybody is going to be saved, it's going to be because God worked in their hearts. God moved on the consciousness of their minds. God turned them around. What are you saying? I'm saying understand where your work begins and ends and where God starts. I'll plant a seed and I'll water a seed, but if anything is going to happen, God is going to happen to give the increase. Do I have a witness here? Secondly, the reason he got burned out is because he was jaded by rejection. He was jaded by rejection. He said, I've, I've been zealous. He said, but your people, the children of Israel, they, 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 they forsook your covenant. They tore down your altars. They even killed your prophets with the sword. He says, listen, I, I, I was preaching, doing the best I could, but nobody was repenting. 
In fact, not only were they not repenting, but they were getting worse. They, 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 they did not just turn around, but they got worse than they were when I started preaching. Jaded by rejection. Please understand, some will respond, some will not. Please understand that your work, whether it's in the workplace, you may not get the results that you were looking for. But please understand that that's not an excuse for you to stop doing what God has called and gifted and what your employer has employed you to do. Wish I had a witness in here. Don't, don't, don't get jaded because of the results. The results are not uh, moving as smoothly and as quickly as you thought that they would be. But recognize that everything has a time and everything happens in its time. And it may not be the time for that thing to flourish and that thing to bloom and that thing to blossom. But keep working it. And keep working at it. Thirdly, thirdly, he had an unhealthy perspective of reality. Look at what he says. He says, I, I've, I've been zealous. He said, but, and, and they tore down the altars and killed your prophets. And then he says this, and I myself, I am alone by myself. And they seek to take my life. Elijah says, watch this. He says, he, he said, he says Lord, I, I'm like this because nobody's out here but me. Listen, this is a sign of burnout when you think that you're the only one working. Sign of burnout when you think you're the only one doing their job. Ain't nobody serving like me. I'm here every day. I come to the church five days a week. I don't see nobody coming like me. No, if somebody come, they just don't come at the times you come. Amen. Believe me. There are folk here all times of the day. Amen. And just because you don't see them does not mean they are not serving. Wish I had some help in here. Get a healthy dose of reality. You are not the only one on the battlefield. You are not the only one on the missionary field. You are not the only one doing good for the Lord. There's other people who have signed up and who are serving and who are committed and devoted to giving their all to the Lord. You are not by yourself. Elijah felt like he was all by himself. So what do you do? Bill, how do you, how do you get out of this thing? Here it is quickly. Three things and, I'm, and we're going to go eat, okay? We're going to go eat, I promise you. I promise you. They just text me. They said it's, it's on hold. We, we are, we're a good time, so don't rush. We're good. We're good. Here it is. Here it is. Three things and we're through. Here it is. If you're going to avoid burnout, here's number one. First thing you need to do, get the rest that you need. Rest when needed. Rest when needed. Interesting thing, Jesus takes his disciples. You remember after Jesus and the disciples have fed the 5,000? Like we're about to feed y'all. Yeah. After, after they do that, Jesus looks at his disciples and he says, come away. Y'all come on with me and let's go rest. It's in, it's in Mark, Mark chapter 6, verse 31. He says, and he said unto them, come ye yourselves apart into a desert place and rest a while. Rest a while. Why? Because you've been working and you cannot continue to keep the pace that you're at without some rest. I need to tell somebody, you cannot have a superman and a superwoman complex. At some point, your body is going to give out if you don't get the rest. Tell your neighbor, rest a while, rest a while. Tell rest a while, you need to rest. You're, you're working too hard, rest a while. 
You, you burning the candle at both ends. You need to rest a while. You ain't going to last that long burning it the way you're burning it. Rest a while. He pulled them aside and said, you need to get some rest. Rest. You know, one of the reasons perhaps some of us don't get the rest we need. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this and, and let it hit whoever needs to hit. Perhaps the reason you don't get the rest you need is because perhaps you think too much of yourself. I, you know, I usually say it's for one side, but I just felt an equal distribution. It just, it, it, it was just equally distributed that time. It just, perhaps you think too much of yourself. What, what, in other words, you think can't nobody do what you do but you. And perhaps you think that because you have not given anyone an opportunity to do what you do. And you've taken on way too much responsibility. Watch this. And the more you take on, the more they let you take. The more you do, the more they give. You wonder why so many papers on your desk? Because they know you'll do the work. And you've got to learn, watch this, you've got to learn, watch this, you've got to learn how to start diverting work to where it actually belongs. Let me help you. Quit doing other folks' work. Quit, quit doing other folks' work. Somebody come along and ask you, can you do this? Yeah, I can do it, but that's not my job. That's your job. And, and I know I've been doing it, but I've got a new attitude. I can't keep doing that. I'll show you how to do it one time, maybe twice, but after that, that's your job. And if we need to talk to the supervisor, we can do that. But I can't keep doing your work. Who am I helping in here? It, it, listen, it's family and friends day, right? So let me help you with the family. Listen, listen. Maybe your 17-year-old does not know how to cook yet because you cook too much. Ooh, I just got some teenagers mad with me. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Wait a minute. If your son or your daughter is 17 and they cannot fry bacon or boil rice, that is not their fault. That's your fault. What are you saying? I'm saying you've been cooking way too much. And, and I promise you, if you stop cooking for a week, they'll figure something out. Yeah, they'll figure something out. They'll figure out how to open a can of hyenas, how to open a can of sardines, how to, how to spread some peanut butter. Oh, they're going to make it. They're going to make it. Stop doing everything for everybody and get you some rest. Number two, number two, number two. It's family and friends day. Number two, recharge. Number two, recharge by eating well. It's in the text. And, 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 and listen, remember, the angel comes to Elijah, wakes him up and says, arise and eat. Arise and eat. Get up. <laughs> it's, 
it's 45 years of this many. <laughs> Arise and eat. Arise and eat. The angel says, listen, I know you got spiritual work to do, but you cannot do your spiritual work if you are not nourishing your physical self. Listen, you are not helping anyone or yourself by skipping lunch. I know you think it looks good to the boss, and you think that they're looking and saying, wow, that's a committed worker. They're, they're, they're really grinding. They're really pushing it. Listen, the devil is a lie. Stop. Take your lunch break. I ain't telling you to take more than your lunch break, but take your lunch break. Amen. Come back on time now. Don't get fired. And come back to me talking about you told me. No, I didn't. I just said take your lunch break. Eat. You got to eat to live. Eat. Enjoy your meal. Enjoy your food. Don't gobble it down quickly to get to the next assignment. You're going to mess up your digestive system. It won't go well for you. You'll have a hard afternoon. Eat. Amen. It's, it's interesting. I'm, I'm wrapping it up right here. But it's interesting that in that text in Mark, Mark chapter 6, verse 31, go back to it again. And he says, and he said, come unto them, uh, come and set yourselves apart in a desert place. Rest a while. Watch this. For there were many coming and going. They had no leisure so much as to eat. The disciple, the disciple, Jesus looks at his disciples, knows that they have been feeding the 5,000 and looks at them and says, y'all been feeding folk and you hadn't even eaten. You've been ministering, and you have not even eaten. And he says, not my disciples. Come on, let's, let's get some rest, and let's go eat. Last thing, here it is. Here it is, and I'm through. Last thing, if you're going to avoid burnout, you've got to learn how to relax guilt-free. I'm through. You've got to learn how to relax, watch it, guilt-free. In other words, relax and, and quit feeling sorry and guilty that you relaxed. And whoever makes you tr feel guilty since it's family and friends day, that ain't your friend. <laughs> if, if you got somebody who makes you feel guilty for taking care of yourself, because really all that means is for them, because you're taking care of yourself, you can't take care of them. No, 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 no. No, I have to relax. It's in the text, y'all. Back, back in chapter uh, 6, verse 31. Come ye among yourselves to a desert place, rest a while, for there were many coming and going, and they had no leisure. They had no leisure. Jesus said, my disciples are not resting, they are not eating, and they are not relaxing. Leisure. You have to learn how to build some leisure time in for yourself. If you can schedule everything else, love yourself enough to schedule some you time. Schedule some time for you. You serve everybody else, put you on your calendar. Put you on your calendar and don't feel guilty about it. I'm through. My soul is happy. My stomach is hungry.
we're going to go eat. But here it is, here it is, here it is, here it is. Elijah is up resting in a cave. God says, what are you doing here? And you got to read this when you go home. But in verse 11, he says, I want you to go to the mountain, the mountain of the Lord. Come out of the cave and go up on the mountain of the Lord. Basically, what God is saying is, here's why you're burned out, Elijah. You're burned out because you've been preaching about me, but you've not been spending time with me. See, you, you, you've been ministering in my name, but you've not been making time for us to talk. So he says, go up to the mountain. He says, and I'm going to pass by you. Read it. It's in the text. He said, and, and it came by in an earthquake, but the Lord wasn't in it. It came by in, in, in a wind, but the Lord wasn't in it. He said, but he came by then in a still, small voice. Again, I told you, you got to have some leisure time where you get alone and get quiet and can hear the still, small voice of God. You can't do that if every minute of the day you're busy. Schedule some alone time with the Lord. And if you do that, he'll come and meet you. He'll talk to you. He'll speak to your heart. And you'll be a new creature. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine on you. Be gracious unto you. Give you his peace. Somebody... I don't know who this was for this morning, but I feel in my spirit that that resonated with someone, this idea of being burned out and serving and having a heart to serve, but no longer having the fulfillment of the service. You, you, you're a good person. You do good works. And it's not a question of loving people. You love people, but... You love your family, you love your friends, but it's just one thing after another that's pulling on you, draining you, and you find yourself emotionally bankrupt, spiritually despondent, relationally wrecked burnout but the good news this morning is that Isaiah says this they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength and when the Lord renews your strength remember it's not by power nor by might but by his spirit which strengthens you when he strengthens you you can say like the song says I feel like going on trials are going to come and problems are going to manifest but something in my spirit won't let me quit and I just feel like going on the doors of the church are open if you've been burnt out I want you to sing this song with us help us sing it Pat I feel I feel like hmm. Get that in your spirit. I feel like I feel like mm. going on. Mm. 
though trials come, he goes in the church and on every hand, on every hand, I feel like If you're here this morning and you need the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the doors of the church are open. You come now. You've been burnt out. You come to your come to the end and you're wondering why don't you come now yes going on going on though trials come Sing it with us. Come on, come on. Oh, I feel, I feel, I said I feel like going on. The doors of the church open. You come. Said I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel like I can go on. I'm gonna go on and see what the end's gonna be. Don't try your You ran track. You were the track runner. Yeah. He ran the mile relay. And, and he used to tell me he would take off and, and he would try to pace himself. 
Not run too fast, but run fast enough. And he said, when he come around that third turn, he said he would catch what he called his second wind. And that, that, that second wind you described as being that thing that, that your lungs just open up and suddenly you got a burst of energy and you feel like you can go on a little bit further and finish a little bit stronger. And I don't know who I'm talking to, but somebody in here felt like I just got my second win and I'm going to keep on pressing. I'm going to keep on running. I'm going to keep on going. I, I feel, I feel, I feel, I, I feel like going on. here and all the needs that are represented God is a good God amen amen this is what we're here for though amen this is when the church is at its best when we're meeting needs and when we're ministering to the people of God and so we know that you're going to pray with us I'm gonna ask that you begin praying for them that all of the needs represented here are going to be met God is good and God is able amen I see families up here I see friends and I see what looks like folk Amen. Who coming back? Amen. God is good. God is good. Amen. Some while we, Amen, Amen. Who do we have here? Brother, Brother Contrea and his wife Kiki Foster. Amen. And they're coming to join by Christian Experience. That's the name. Amen, Amen. You all coming to join under your Christian Experience? Amen. Coming under Christian Experience. Who else do we have under Christian Experience? McGee. God bless you, Brother McGee is coming under Christian Experience. Who else? Sister Martin, amen. God bless you. Coming back home, amen. God bless you. God bless you. All are coming under their Christian experience, amen. That means that each of you have already accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Is that correct? Is that correct? You all have been baptized. Is that right? Amen. If this church accepts you as a member, you're going to be faithful members. God bless you. Faithful member. 
God bless you, faithful member. Amen. God is a good God. Listen, what we want you to do is go with sister, brother, who we have. Hey, amen, brother Wilson here. He's going to get you registered in new members orientation that you might come to understand how we live and practice our faith here at K Chapel. God bless you. Welcome, welcome, welcome home. God bless you. Welcome. God bless you. Welcome home. God bless you. Welcome home. God bless you. God bless you. My church family, I come to you uh, on behalf of my husband. He is not here and has been having his own test. I ask that you lift him. Yeah. Yeah. On last night, a 18-wheeler sideswiped our only vehicle. It shifted the frame of the vehicle. He is okay. Amen. That's good. The car is not. That's all right. And I advised him and I told him, I don't care about that car. That's right. That's right. God is sparing you. Amen. And showing you through your test what he wants from you. And I appeal to you, my brothers and sisters, especially my K Chapel brothers, lift him, reach out to him, show him what he may be missing. I thank you. I will ask that you lift me and my girls when you pray when you preached about burning. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Come on, family. Come on, family. Give mama some love. Give mama some love. Amen. Amen. We're going to be praying for you. Layman, 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 layman. Y'all heard that? Layman, make sure we get the information. Trini Baloo. Amen. Layman, make sure we reach out to our brother Trini. Amen. Yes, ma'am. are here for prayer. Is that correct? Amen. Won't you come and join us for this moment of prayer? If you can slide just a little bit closer, slide down just a little bit closer. Everyone who is here, if you will surround these brothers and sisters as we pray for them, pray for them. Let's lift them up. Amen. Hallelujah. Hey, dear. Bless you. Good to see you. Good to see you, Carlos. Bless you, man. No, no. All right. All right. Let's pray. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you now this morning. You're the God who sees all, who knows all, and who can do all things. Oh, God, you're able, and we bless you. Lord, for these brothers and sisters who are here, you know the needs of their hearts. You know the concern of their minds. And God, right now, by your spirit, we are lifting them up asking that by your pre- the presence and power of your spirit that you meet and minister to each of their needs 
Oh God, we know you can do all things but fail. And so God, we're praying now. We're praying for families to be healed. We're praying for the broken to be restored. We're praying for the sick to be lifted up, oh God. We're praying for those who are bereaved right now, oh God, that you would be the lifter of their heads, the dryer of their tears, oh God. And Lord, that you will walk with them through the valleys of the shadow of death, fearing no evil, believing, oh God, that you are with us. Now, God, I lift up my dear brothers and sisters here, families that need to recover, that need to be restored, that need to come back together again. Lord, mend what is broken. Fix what has been shattered in the name of Jesus. And God, I pray now for families who are needing direction as they search your will and search your way for their lives. God, I pray for some who are in transitions right now. For those who are traveling across many miles, oh God, we pray your hedge of protection around them. Keep them now. And Lord, as you are the open door, you make the way and you present so many opportunities to us. Lord, we pray that you be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path, that we may know what is your will for our lives. We thank you, oh God, for this day, for these families, and for these, our friends. Oh God, but we thank you that you are our friend always. You never leave us and you never forsake us. And for that, we give you praise. Now in Jesus' name, and for his sake we pray, amen, amen, and amen. God bless you. God bless you. I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel. All right. Amen. Let the church say amen. Listen, we're going to get ready and go down from this place. Let me give you some instructions. Let me give you some instructions on how we're going to uh, proceed that all might be fed and this might be done as expeditiously as possible. Shh. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, uh, two, two things to keep in mind. Now, in in the old fellowship hall, immediately outside of these doors, in the fellowship hall, there are round tables set up. Those are for those of you who it's going to be difficult for you to go on to the gymnasium. We want to save you a few steps. Amen. And so if you're on walkers or if, or if just walking is a little more difficult for you, we're going to save you some steps. You have a seat in the old fellowship hall. There are uh, several round tables there and you can sit there and you will be served there. Amen. There should not be any young, able-bodied people there. Amen. Amen. We're going to pull you out if you sit there now. Amen. Amen. That's for people who we want to serve. Amen. Let them reserve some of their steps. Also, for those of you, if now if you can if you can walk to the gymnasium, but standing standing in line uh, is a problem. What we want you to do, we want you to go ahead and be seated. Go ahead and be seated. You will be served at the round tables. The round tables with the yellow tablecloths. Round tables with the yellow. 
yellow tablecloths. Look for the yellow tablecloths. Amen. That's for those of you who find it hard to stand. You be seated and you will be served as well. Amen. Amen. And what else do we have? Lastly, uh, da, 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 we ask that, oh, we ask that you all enter through the gym doors. Uh, there will be water being served to you while you wait in line. So enter through the gym doors. Do not go through the breezeway, but rather go outside through the gym doors. Amen. And it's a beautiful day outside. Amen. And son and fellowship will be able to fellowship with one another as we go and do that. Does that take care of everything? What? All right, all right. Special guests, we, we, have a, we have a lot of our guests. I'll tell you what, let's show some Mississippi hospitality. Since we got some international vet guests, amen, we're going to show some international Mississippi hospitality. Let's make sure that they get served. Uh, make, Claude, take them and make sure they get served. All right, all right. So follow Claude. Claude, wave your hand. Amen. Claude's going to take care of y'all. Miss Hospitality, she's going to take care of you all. Amen. God bless you. What else do we have? Grace. Amen. We're going to bless the food here. Amen. All right. Nobody's going to. Amen. Have to bless it and wait for the general blessing over there. All right. Do we have everything? Is that good? We're good? All right. Let's do this. Let's pray real quickly. Let's pray. Let's pray. One moment. One moment, Dad. Dad. One moment. One moment. Let's, let's, let's pray. Here we are. Eternal God, our Father, how grateful and thankful we are for this time. Now, as we go from this place, let us never depart from your spirit. We thank you, O oh God, for what we've experienced and what we've heard. And now we ask your blessings upon the food that we're about to receive, that we might fellowship one with another and serve thee in Jesus' name. And for his sake we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. Claude, go ahead and take them. Amen. God bless you.